One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Dirt on Daddy's Clothes. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Monday, the 1st of November. Pitch puts first of the month. Luke Moore, how did this happen? It's November already. Ah. I don't know how it happened. It's the same as it happens every year, brother. It's um, horrible. I, I am now so old that I get a little bit jet-lagged by the clocks going back. <laughs> I had... Just look, I, I just bored the shit out of myself all day yesterday, just looking at myself, and looking at my watch, looking at my phone, thinking to myself, God, it doesn't feel... It, it feels a lot later than this. <laughs> and this morning when I was like, well, what, what what's the sun doing up? Well, it's 7.30. Last week when I was driving to, to the Football Ramble Towers, um, I was driving during the dark. I quite enjoy driving during, during the dark when I remember to put my lights on and people have a flash me to tell me to put my yeah. lights on. Other road users don't enjoy that. And it wasn't that long ago, Pete Donaldson, Pete Diggory Dog, yes. when you were coming in at 7.30. Am I right? It's like, oh, what? Like uh, after a night on in the, the tiles? Yeah. Talking about you've been a bit of a ledge. <laughs> An absolute hammer ledge. Absolute booze hound. Absolute. When was the last time you stayed out on the piss till 7.30 in the morning? Um, I went to... Uh, I stayed out quite late... Until about two o'clock, which is late for me these days. Uh, I went to um, yeah. a few weeks ago. I went to Vilnius. Are you familiar with Lithuania, Luke? No, I'm not familiar with it. I know where it is. Mate was yeah. mate was going to. Uh, we had a mate going from Liverpool, mate coming from uh, London, and me, uh, who I, I'm. So, I would certainly describe myself as, as my own mate. I hate myself, but um, <laughs> we were like, all right, let's let's have a quick like you know tea time flight, uh, get back on Sunday, kind of under 48 hours uh, in a foreign country because we have not done that for a little while, and and the the, the rules have relaxed slightly. Let's figure out where we can go, uh, and the only two places we could go uh, that the lad in Liverpool could go to straight from John Lennon or uh, the Manchester airports uh, the only one he could go to was like Poland or um, uh, Lithuania and we'd been to Poland before or I'd been to Poland before so I was like let's do Lithuania and then turns out he couldn't come anywhere so then we were stuck in <laughs> Lithuania I mean we could have gone from anywhere so me and uh, my friend Craig were uh, were stuck uh, going to Luton airport uh, on a Friday afternoon Friday tea time uh, getting on a flight uh, that w- it, it was the worst um, boarding experience of my life uh, Luton is insane at the best of times and it's somehow gotten worse after lockdown and uh, yeah but I would like to review uh, Vilnius uh, I, I put this on the running before, order a, a before little... you review it mm. can I just let you know where I am with this okay um, you've made going away on a holiday sound worse than not going away on holiday um, uh, for I think the 50th time <laughs> 
<laughs> getting back, getting back uh, in the passport queue. They weren't checking anything. They were just checking the passports. It was the it was the longest line I've ever been in. Uh, they warned us that it was going to take an hour and a half. This is just, I mean we just we're here we're here now. I'm legally entitled to be here. I've done everything I need to do. Just let me walk out of the emergency exit. Let me just walk. I'm <laughs> legally entitled to just let me out. Let, I don't need to go Hang on this on. queue. Have you just solved Brexit? <laughs> just let me in. The, just open open all of the emergency exits. I'm crying but out loud. I don't think the problem, Pete. If a if hundred years of air travel have taught us and borders <laughs> is that sometimes you can't take people's word for it. Come on. Not everyone's as trustworthy as you. Look at me. Before you talk to me about Vilnius, which you desperately want to review, and I imagine it's going to be some kind of review of six hours in an indie bar, walking around some kind of alternative district, and something very brief about the food. Before we do that, can you please just just tell me what made Luton, boarding at Luton so bad? Um... Big bloody queue. This is the Wizz Air queue. I mean, it's Wizz Air. It's you know, we're not talking I've your, your premiere, but it's but it's. I think it's I think it's owned by Aeroflot or one of the Russian ones. Anyway, um, and uh, yeah, you're born there, and there's this big snaky queue that is about an hour and a half long, even though you get there two hours before for a, t- a tiny little trip, a cheeky little trip uh, to to Eastern Europe. And yeah, uh, yeah you get and, and 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 because it takes so long to get in the queue, they're pulling people out of the queue to board the flights that are about to be leaving. Except they put you in a new queue that was longer than the original queue that you were in and everyone's screaming and right. shouting and it's like an episode of airport and i'm suddenly going why is everyone so angry this always happens at luton yeah. you've never been to luton yeah. before is it's they know it's almost as if luke they don't know how many flights are landing or going away from the airport like you think there's a number they I mean, know how many people are going to be arriving at any one time sort that bit out <laughs> Luton Airport was crap before covid though yeah I, they've improved so their, their food not- options i've noticed that what are they now? Well, well, past security, there's loads of different ones, like pret a that weren't there before. But to be honest, lads, you're never going to allow people to use them because they're always running for their fucking flight after they've got through security <laughs> because the queues are too long on, the, on, on, on land side. And so, and, and then when we got when we got back, there's a big queue, hour and a half, waiting for to do your passport, proper like, oh, this is bloody Brexit, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, th- there were people tweeting. I sort of Google, I, I did a search on Twitter for people complaining about the queue at Luton. So there were people in my queue, in front of me, behind me, me taking pictures of my line, taking the picture of my head and put it on on Twitter saying, this is disgraceful, Luton. You've let us down for the last time. I'm fuming. I was going, that's the back of my head. They're taking pictures of the back of my head and put them on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel solidarity with those people? I don't think there's any excuse to start whinging on Twitter because it's Luton Airport. They know what they are. They know they're an agent of chaos. They're not organised. (laughs) Some airports just want to watch the world burn. They really do. They really do. How's Vilnius anyway? But it's... It sounds stag doy. It sounds like Eastern European. It's uh, it's not. It is very affordable. It's very cheap. Nobody really knows where it is, uh, and it's just fucking stunning. And the mixture of architecture, these are wooden, like out out of like the main town centre, the old town sort of thing, which looks like any old old town in in, in Europe. And you know, this is a, this is a country that have been taken over by you know, the, the, I think Napoleon had a crack. Uh, the Nazis had it. Uh, the Soviets obviously had it for, for the longest time. And uh, so this wonderful weird mix of like these kind of. Uh, outside of the main bit, these kind of like little sort of green wooden shacks and stuff that that somehow managed to uh, to defeat the Lithuanian winter and 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 then these massive Soviet brutalist uh, kind of high rises and the mixture is so cool and the food is so like 
Soviet. It's so kind of like you know, um, very suety food and and, and borscht and, and and all that stuff. And it, it's it's so good. And the people are blooming lovely. Everyone speaks unbelievable English. And uh, the, the beer is very cheap. So I I heartily recommend it. But. Nice. There is a place called Uzupis, or Uzupis, I think. Is this uh, the indie bar? It's, it's not an indie bar. No, it's a UNESCO. <laughs> it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It's in. It's in Vilnius. It could the be both of the those things. It could be both of those things. A UNESCO <laughs> World Heritage. Plays a lot of Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> you know, it's culturally very significant. Yeah, a UNESCO World Heritage indie indie band. I think uh, indie site. I think I could be able to. I, I should be on the board for that because I've tried all of yeah. the indie bars in the whole of uh, in the whole of Europe. But um, a UNESCO World Heritage site uh, it means uh, beyond the river usapis or the other side of the river in lithuanian one of the oldest languages in the world of course and uh basically it's like this um it, it, in 1997 it, it was this kind of like i think it was like the old red light district and kind of like a commercial area and they um in in the 90s it started attracting like a lot of bohemian a lot of hippies a lot of uh, people like that and they uh, basically reinvented it as this as its own republic they declared independence the republic of Azupis, with its own constitution right. it is the only constitution in the world in the known world uh, that uh, that mentions um artificial intelligence in its own constitution um and it's just really inter- it's just really interesting it's an old Jewish area an old kind of uh, Soviet uh, industrial area sort of um, built under under Soviet uh, rule but the, the flag is like a hand with a hole in it and there's just like just mad stuff going on the constitution is uh, is everyone has the right to ri- live by the river Vilnele uh, and the river Vilnele has the right to flow by everyone everyone has the right to be happy everyone has the right to be unhappy everyone has the right to be silent everyone has the right to have faith no one has the right to violence and it's all this stuff and then it goes sort of through and it's like everyone has the right to celebrate or not celebrate their birthday <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, it's yeah. really weird the only things they're really arsy about is everyone shall remember their name <laughs> what yeah, have you that, do I mean, there's 41 <laughs> points to their constitution we're looking at it now because you shared a link yeah um, the last three points of their constitution are do not defeat do not fight back and do not surrender mm. they've not thought about that have they or oh, they've thought about it too much <laughs> too much yeah so did you feel like you could you could find yourself becoming a permanent resident um of of Uzupis? oh look the 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 um the big kind of like totem the big sculpture that um is, is now been replaced but for the longest time isn't it a giant egg it's just a big egg luke <laughs> it's just a yeah. big egg mate amazing that's cool <laughs> what's the point of that though I don't know. It's just it's just it's basically just Shoreditch of of Lithuania. But I enjoyed it immensely. I've told you before, like my patience for people with wacky haircuts and artistic ideals in Shoreditch. Um, I have very little uh, um, uh, patience with. But as soon as I step over a border into Wales yeah. or Scotland or anywhere oh, else, interesting. It's it's suddenly interesting, and they're well within the right to do it. <laughs> it's not. I don't think it is Shoreditch anymore. I don't think all the cool kids are going to Shoreditch oh, these is it, days. Is it Haggerston? I think Shoreditch seems a little bit. Is it Hoxton? Yeah, a little bit past now. Yeah. I think it's all Hackney Wick yeah. and Peckham now. Because because all the house prices were so expensive in Shoreditch, so people they say that Clapton exactly. is it Clapton or Clacton? Which one's on the Murder Mile? Clapton. Clapton. Clapton Pond. Clapton's in Essex, near where you live. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I, we yeah. errantly bought some uh, some uh, film tickets to the wrong cinema in in Cla- Clacton. Clapton. Clapton. Whatever, How far away is that from where you live? It's it's quite a schlep. It was uh, needlessly, needlessly lengthy. So we just so we just went to the audience in Southend. So there you go. <laughs> um, I, speaking of which, I went to see June at the weekend. Oh, 
Oh, bit of veal nerve. Now, I love... I love that Blade Runner film, what we talked about earlier on uh, in yeah. our run, in our little picture run. Um, is it as good as uh, Blade Runner was for me? Um, well, um, it's a difficult question to unpack because I, <laughs> I, I haven't know. seen that Blade Runner film. <laughs> right. Uh, B, I don't know what you're currently thinking. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll tell you, I thought it was good. Right. I enjoyed watching it. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was a cool thing. I mean, it's bloody long, hmm. by the way. And it got to the point where it didn't quite cross the too slow pace threshold for me, but it you could certainly see that threshold from where it was. Yeah. And um, if you craned your neck, you could definitely see the um, the too slow pace threshold for sure. But uh, it was cool. What's interesting to me is that Timothy Chalamet doesn't look like any other human being, but he looks brilliant on camera. Do you know he what can't, I mean? He kind of looks distinctive a... face. He kind of looks a little bit like, like we had a lot of trick or treaters last night, and some yeah. of the teenagers looked a bit like that. And What's your policy? Oh yeah, open to all. Like we, we, um, I mean, the the teenagers were were taking the mic because they were shouting "Happy Birthday," "Happy Christmas" instead of "Happy Halloween." And I was, look, if you're going to turn oh, to my door, banter. don't be chippy. Don't don't try and flirt with your mates. <laughs> On my time, quite frankly. I've got five fun-sized chomps here. Don't take the piss. <laughs> a chomp. No, a what, ten pence chomp is what, a fun-sized chomp. How did you How did you make it clear to... So, obviously, because the Wi-Fi I have access to being American, mm. she, she, I think she genuinely laments how poor Halloween is in London. I think I, I, yeah, you know my you know I do like a bit of Halloween. And I certainly like dressing up, but uh, went back to the well. Yeah. Uh, re, re, oh, no. uh, yeah. re, got got me uh, Edward Scissorhands uh, costume out out of the loft, and uh, yeah, that that was that was back on for 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 one last hurrah. To me, it looked a bit like watching the Rolling Stones live in the late eighties. It's a little bit uh, Friends the reunion. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's not the same. It's not the same. No. They look, and weird. you're the one who's done, had a colossal amount of barbiturates as well in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Edward did. Edward did. Um, it wasn't me, it was Edward. Yeah, um, you was, can't keep doing that, Pete. It, it go, was, go inside. It was space um, drugs. It was it was Edward's space drugs to make him a real boy. <laughs> so so the, <laughs> the Wi-Fi I have access to said to me that um, one of the most legendary Halloween things to happen when she was growing up in uh, Connecticut mm. was that um, people would leave their porch lights on and have their house decorated, and that meant you could go to their house. Yeah. And they would, they would go... They would collect so much um, candy, as she would call it, mm. that um, they would go w- with pillowcases. And by the end of their run, the pillowcase w- would be full, right? So that's the level, Jeez, of, that's the level that's of, so of, of confectionery we're talking about, food. right? Anyway, so if the house is decorated and the porch light's on, you can go up there and say trick or treat, right? Yeah. Um, she said once there was um, a house decorated and um, for Halloween and there was a scarecrow on the porch, Mm. on the um, swinging chair mm. kind of thing. And um, they knocked on the door. She was about eight. I think she was a few of her friends. Knocked on the door and uh, no one answered. Um, they could hear noises inside the house. They knew someone was in, so they waited for a bit and knocked on the door again. And mm. the scarecrow was an actual man. It was the dad oh, of the house. And he jumped on. up and they legged it. And she said, they didn't get any candy because <laughs> they were shitting themselves, but it was like hilarious. It was like amazing. It was like the most <laughs> authentic Halloween situation. And then when I think of that and I think of me in my tracksuit bottoms yeah. with a mixing bowl full of quality streets yeah. and so if someone turns up I just give them some quality streets and that's it I just don't think the children of West Norwood are getting such an authentic experience you know yeah and and for me um, 
first i mean we must have had about 20 visitors like it was it was pretty full-on did um, you really so it's we, quite, and, quite and, a family and, like like a family neighborhood then yeah i mean we, we had a halloween party um on sunday uh damien over the road he had a halloween party um i uh i when we invited everyone around we, we had a bit of a do um uh, so the neighbours came round, and uh, I showed Damien, who lives over the road, uh, my little, my little, um, my little cave, my little cave of of of, of trinkets and whatnots and, and 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 this and that that I've collected over the years. And he was like, Pete, this is the best room ever. There's so much tat in here. I love tat. And so I've I've got a bit of a bit of a kinship with with Damien over the road, who's also into. Is he the guy who makes the rum? He's the guy who makes the rum. He's into he's into yeah. like little projects and stuff. But as I said before, yeah. he's a man who who sees them through uh, and doesn't just you know watch them <laughs> wither on the vine. Uh, but he was like, you got to go, you got to come and see my tat. So I, I, we went over yesterday, and I didn't get to see his tat in the end because uh, uh, we had some roasties on the go. Boring story, but I'm just saying I've got kinship with the man of the road who is about six foot seven, uh, and he's and he likes tat like me. So uh, big what do they dress up as? Uh, he well, he came over rather late at about eleven o'clock. Uh, so he he didn't have anything uh, on on Saturday. Well, he had things on. He had his own human clothes on. I th- when I went around on Sunday, he'd covered his uh, a, a, a fairly expensive looking t-shirt with a lot of blood. So <laughs> hopefully, so ba- so, ba- so basically, <laughs> by the time he turned up, there was a drunk Edward Scissorhands there with the trousers are a bit too tight on one end of the sofa talking about some kind of computer processor uh, uh, with a cat, loads of empty cans of Stella around him. It was actually Stella. How did you know I was drinking Stella? Because you sent me a you sent me a video oh, yes. of you saying that you pu- pulled the old costume out again. And I know what you're doing. I get what you're doing. You moved to a new neighbourhood, so you think a lot of people in the neighbourhood are going to see that Edward Scissorhands for the first time and be impressed yeah, by yeah, it. And yeah. that probably is what oh, happened. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's the only one I can do. It's the, it's the only one I could. I, I was I did that, and I did the man from Yakuza. No one's going to know who that is. Only... No, you did the um the travel the travel um. Travel, Travago girl. But that, that was, was a good. meme from like five years ago. I can't use that again, can I? There's been no meme since. Oh, wh- <laughs> you change your tune. <laughs> but yeah. Come one meme, come all. That's what you normally say. <laughs> but I enjoy Halloween a, a lot. And uh, we had a lot of uh, kids at the door. And the dynamic was slightly different when uh, Sarah and me were both at the door giving out candy and, and wishing, wishing everyone well. Um, the dynamic changes slightly when... She's watching the Joker, and I said, "I'll go at the door, and it's just me in my um, in my uh, in my jogging bottoms. That's the polite way of saying wank pants, uh, and, and, and and handing out <laughs> handing out handing out candy to uh, random uh, children. It, it's not a good look for a single man, like a, a man who appears single at a door with a ball of celebrations, is it? It's not great. No, I, I feel the same. Yeah, um, I would go up. I would join you up to, but just drop short of of, of wank pants. What um, drop your drop shots? What's your cut off? For- <laughs> what's the what's your cut off in terms of age of the kid that is eligible for the sweets? I think um yeah I I think I yeah I th- I think there was a group of kids who came to the door and they must have been pushing 14 15. They were ve- they were like they were goths. That's upper that's upper limit. They were goths dressed up in Halloween costumes. You could tell they were pre-goth. It was it was weird. Yeah, that's that's upper limit for me. That's I don't really want to be going. I don't I don't want fifteen year old 
boys particularly no all of them in fact yeah. they shouldn't be getting Halloween candy for free no they, I mean they shouldn't be doing that and being, but, uh, being on your doorstep it's against, it's against many corporate rulings the country's gone to the dogs the kids should be down the park yeah. drinking cider yeah. while everyone else is preoccupied with Halloween that's, the how, that's how nature works <laughs> that's how nature works but you had a good time yeah. though your partner had a lovely time not really because it's no. not the same is it well, no, it's a difficult time of year for her because she wants. To, I mean, I think autumn, weirdly, because of Thanksgiving and Halloween, is a, is a real gives you a real pull back to America. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess it does. Yeah, cracking off for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I guess with Halloween though, you could raise your game a little bit. You have the power to Halloween your house up a little bit. Well, for nothing. And we've got from we've nothing. got we've got camp bloody skeletons all over our bloody windows. We got to peel off today. My yeah, my beef with the Halloween decoration is this, right? I get what you're saying. At the moment, I'm making zero effort, so by definition, I could make more, <laughs> right? But if it's Thanksgiving, you don't really do it here anyway. But mm. just, just if it's Thanksgiving, oh, or so Christmas, there you get out then. The, the, <laughs> no, but it's long. It's long. Christmas decorations that for ages. I've got right. no problem with that. It's three weeks plus. Halloween is what. Four days maximum. Yeah, it's not worth the effort. Well, that's why uh, the, the 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 scant. Do you know uh, what I do, Pete? What? If I was going to do it, I'd, I'd I'd go down the butchers. I'd get a whole bucket of pig's blood, and I'd pour it down the steps on Halloween Halloween afternoon. Yeah. And when people turned up, I'd say, do you know what that is? That's real blood. There's your Halloween. That's a hate crime. That's a Jewish neighbourhood. You're a nightmare. <laughs> You're a nightmare. All Get right, down. any blood. It doesn't <laughs> any matter. Blood. Any, Why any are you choosing blood? pig blood, you absolute rot? You're excluding a no, lot of people. Well, that's just the first thing I shit. thought of. Well, I bet you All was. Right, I'll tell yeah. you what. You're a disgrace. Sheep, sheep or goat's blood, because that's more devil, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Why do, Why are sheep... Is it just the horns? Is it just because the devil's got horns? Sheep's that's have horns? That's what I'm going to do. I've got a little step outside my front door. Right. Next Halloween, I'm going to do a pentagram <laughs> in goat's blood yes. with candles, and I'm going to put a goat's head where the door knocker was, yeah. and just literally put, I don't want you here, in blood. <laughs> so, so you look more like a Satanist rather than a... Rather than yeah, a, yeah okay. not like enter if you dare, or it's a funny joke, I'm just going to be unequivocal. I don't want you here. That's what I'm going to put. <laughs> and if the hardy souls knock on the door after that, they can have... Um, a bounty celebration. A one-stick Twix. A one-stick yeah. Twix. Or, <laughs> or, or, if they're really lucky, an entire double dip. Uh, right, let's... Yeah. Uh, we've got Halloween sorted. That's what Luke's doing next year. Uh, yeah. We'll be back very soon with your emails and some, some other stuff, I imagine. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Abroad in Japan is the Stack Podcast that brings you a taste of life in Japan. Recently, Chris Broad was joined by NHK contributor and legendary video game streamer Pete for a chat about his life as a TEFL teacher. I one time taught a woman who was still pregnant, and I had to teach her stomach. What? Yes, and so... Wait, wait, what? She came in, seven months pregnant, <laughs> and, she, and they were like, no, she wants you to just to talk to her stomach. <laughs> so I was sitting there giving instruction, very specifically. <laughs> no. She held her tummy, and she said, I think he's getting it. And I thought, oh, oh dear God. Just bizarre. Search Abroad in Japan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. New episodes every Wednesday and Sunday. Welcome back to the Luke and Pete show. It's uh, once again, you're probably aware, we released this show on the 1st of November. I cannot believe how quickly this year uh, has gone. But uh, in, in, in how October's gone, you guys have really sort of raised your game when it comes to emails. There are some fantastic, wholesome, frightening, threatening, <laughs> wonderful emails uh, coming in on the email uh, on the email box. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, as always, it's hello at lukeandpeteshow.com or you can get in touch via Twitter at Luke and Pete Show. Luke, do you want to kick us off or shall I? Start with a wholesome yeah. karate email. I want to do the whole. I want to you do the do karate. The wholesome can karate do email. You can do that. Lovely old job. All right, thanks. Um, this is from Smith in Minnesota, who actually puts a PS at the end of the email, saying, "If you could give a nod to the Liverpool Supporters Club of Minneapolis, I would greatly appreciate it." Oh yeah, because Liverpool as a football club don't get enough fucking coverage, do they? <laughs> Definitely need some more. Get fucked. Get fucked. The Minneapolis Supporters Club, <laughs> Liverpool. Whatever they're Have you ever been joking? to like an American um, kind of supporters club? I've been to like a Newcastle yeah. United one. That was a lot of fun. I went to, I ended up randomly York. going to a Liverpool one in New York City and it was absolutely rammed. Yeah. Rammed. People really get it into it, don't they? They get more into it because Americans, I guess, generally are a bit more um, into expressing themselves and, and making themselves, uh, you know, their, their policies known on things. We're, we're quite, um, you know, we're quite side-eye and, and, and miserable in the UK, yeah. I think it's fair to say. So Americans, when, when they're really into something, oh, they're really into something. And, and the supporters yeah. clubs are really, really exciting, vibey players. Places. You say that, and that's with the big clubs. You know, right. you go to the, you know, you go to the, you know, the the St Louis branch of the Portsmouth Supporters Club, <laughs> and it's basically five blokes who used to be in the navy, and that's it. You know, <laughs> correct. So it's not always quite all um, right. Fair with, dues. With fair the greatest dues. amount of respect to the St Louis branch of the Portsmouth Supporters Club, if there even is one, yeah. I picked that around him on purpose. So no disrespect. Anyway, <laughs> Smith in Minnesota, thank you for emailing him. Um, the Liverpool Supporters Club of Minneapolis, 
we both salute you. Pete, you've been to Minneapolis, is that right? I have, yeah. Um, we, haven't we all been to Minneapolis? We no, we haven't. Mini- you always Apple. say this. Oh, no, you've dear. been to Milwaukee. You've been to Milwaukee. Been to Milwaukee. That's right, that's right. Yeah, anyway... Smith um, emails it and says, Hello, guys. Big fan of Luke and Pete, as well as the Football Ramble and Wrestle Me, for whatever it's worth. Well, it's worth quite a lot. Thank you very much for saying that. CPM style. Um, Smith Smith picks up the story by saying, I enjoyed your discussion on Dad Karate and and wanted to quickly share a story. I am a 47-year-old father and a maths professor who spent the better part of 18 months teaching online. Many days, the step counter on my watch would not go above 1,000 as I was working long days at home. Um, This past May, as things started to lighten up slightly here in Minneapolis, I noticed a a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school close to my home. I was struck with equal parts lunacy and inspiration and decided to email about trying a free class, something that those places always seem to offer. I was absolutely knackered at the end of the class. An hour of unnatural body movement, being choked to the brink of unconsciousness and having my limbs repeatedly bent the wrong way left me an exhausted, empty husk of a man. I was also the oldest person by a considerable distance and the heaviest by at least 60 pounds. My own coach, a black belt, is 10 years younger than me. By all measures, I did not seem to belong there. But I was bitten by the bug immediately. As a former wrestler, it was great to be back out on the mats, even if I had not wrestled competitively in almost 30 years, and it's a very different sport. But now I'm in there three times a week, I've lost some weight, I've met some great people, and have enjoyed almost every minute. I even ranked up recently, which is strangely emotional and a validation of my efforts. It can be frustrating being so old and out of shape compared to the young 20-somethings, but I'm glad I took the leap and would encourage anyone else thinking about it to do the same. Cheers, Smith in Minnesota. I mean, what I like about that email is it is incredible. There's nowhere for us to go? Say again. There's nowhere for us to go. nowhere for us to go because it's too heartening. It's too heartening. We can't slag it off. I just like, it's just a man... Uh, a professor, a maths professor at that, uh, is is a man who just in in later life has decided to take up um, some some fighting, some fighting basically, some BJJ, and he's just so into it. Uh, he uh, recommends it heartily, uh, and I think he's trying to get us on the BJJ uh, train a little bit. I, I think we should be open to stuff like this. We should perhaps consider taking up a martial art and getting uh, the crap kicked out of us and then kicked into us again. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I also like the idea that because Smith is also a maths professor, as mm. you said, when he is getting his arm bent back the wrong way, at least he knows what angle it's at. <laughs> this you is know? an obtuse angle. This is too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, dear. But yeah. I just, I just Very good re- stuff. No, it's heartening. I it's, had it's, to put that email wholesome. in because it was so lovely. It was wholesome. I thought it was a really sort of lovely testimony uh, to uh, going outside your comfort zone a little bit and then getting yourself kicked in the chest <laughs> for no reason. Pete, I think, yeah, and, and I think in this episode where you had an opportunity to get outside your comfort zone with your Halloween party, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I wasn't invited to, and you still went straight into your comfort zone for Edward Scissorhands, mm. I think you could take a lesson from, take a leaf out of Smith's book. Yeah, well, I mean, what is what would be the percentage of, bearing in mind I didn't invite anyone from London, uh, because uh, oh, I know that's how right, far you've got I a live new away. now, Damo, whatever his name is. <laughs> What's his name? Hey, Luke, you think you're tall, mate? This guy's six or seven. He's massive. 
and that's what annoys me. <laughs> is, he called, just, is he called Damo? I'm just saying, no, no, I've, I've not tried a demo with him yet. But no, look, I'm just saying that I don't think anyone would come from London. And, uh, you know, my mate... No, like, Pete, I don't want to come. You're missing the point. Oh, right, The point okay, here sorry. is... There's a dance we have to do. Yeah. And the dance is, you know I won't come. I know I won't come. But tick the box. Tick the mate, box. Mate, it'd be lovely to have you there. And I'll say, no problem, mate. I'll have a look at it and see what Mimi says. Yeah. And then we won't come. I've got to watch June. We'll carry on. I've got to watch June. Yeah, but you've broken. You've, There's a battle for Arrakis, mate. <laughs> You're in the newspaper. <laughs> I'm hanging out with House of Treatis. I can't come. <laughs> but you've broken, I think, a, 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 a vital covenant to the British men's friendship circle. Which you have is, to invite. I ain't going right. to come. You don't want me there. No problem with that. But at least do the stuff you're supposed to do. And then we can get on with our lives. I want to see. The fact that you've not even invited me makes it a slight on my I person. I want to see me with a, a hired costume on my doorstep and you with a bin bag and some spooky fangs. That's right. Pissed. Just pissed. Just absolutely yeah. wet yourself. I'm this on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've had an email about uh, well a very wholesome dad who's finding uh, the, the love of uh, karate or Brazilian Brazilian uh, jiu jitsu or Brazilian jiu jitsu uh, later in life. Uh, we got an email here from. Uh, an anonymous German Londoner in uh, Singapore. First part of the email, we're relatively certain that uh, his dad was in the Stasi. Second part, though, his other jobs. <laughs> his other jobs, Joe. Yes. In the words of Luke, and an off-air comment, do that. we yeah. cannot read out the bit about him being in the Stasi. Uh, his other jobs over the years. Fascinating, fascinating techniques to get people out of the house. Um, his yeah. other jobs <laughs> over the years. <laughs> It's a broad church, this show. It's a broad church. Where's your dad in the Stasi? Email us in. Hello at LukePeachShow.com. His other jobs over the years include brewery master, soldier, draft, police officer, depends, Uh, security guard at a post office, delivery driver for sweets, builder, over the past year, 15 years, social worker. What's a change? Those last three are also fine. What a contrast to the previous penalty. I truly love him and hope this email <laughs> makes it into the show to eternalise the man. German Lunder in Singapore. Get, get, look, if we've, if, we've, if we've done your dad wrong, if we've done your Straight dad away, dirty, thinking, get in touch. Why is he in Singapore? <laughs> why has he gone to Singapore? <laughs> ah! Oh, God. Right. Hello at LucasPeaceShow.com if you want to get in touch. If your yeah. dad was in a... In a, in a position of power uh, under the, 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 these Germans. Let us know. Let us know. Hello at LukePitchShow.com. Any Luke dictatorship. <laughs> any dictatorship. We'll accept any of them. Any, any of them. oppressive regime. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. they are, look uh, prob- probably a lot of dads who are listening now probably also in brutal dictatorships right now. I would, <laughs> one would say. They're getting very very popular these days, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, never mind. Um, we'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We look forward to that. Looking forward um, to that. Tell you what, though. Do you know what? The emails are interesting. Yeah. That's why they're included. Exactly. Sometimes you've got to censor them. That's just part of it. And people listening who have got a problem with that, they just don't understand, man, mm. how difficult it is yeah. at the thick end of, of broadcasting, Pete. Yeah. And if you want to get someone out of a flat without a warrant, we'll tell you about it on Thursday. <laughs> See you Join then. Join the Patreon. <laughs> Join the Patreon. <laughs> Secrets of the yeah, Stasi. We'll bye bye. See you on Thursday. As Pete, as Pete Rodney says, we'll see you then.
Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.